Deshaun's leading. Oh. Go ahead, lead the way. Oh, wow. There you go. <laughs> How you doing, Ash? Good, how are you? Kevin? Great. Everybody great, everybody good? Everybody's good. Recorded live in Morgantown and across the world with your hosts, Kevin Jones, Deshaun Butler, and John Flowers. This is the Final Forecast. How's everybody doing? This is Final Forecast. I am Deshaun Christopher Butler. I'm Kevin Jones. John Flowers. Jay Flo. And don't forget our lovely co-host Ashley. That's me. There we go. <laughs> Perfecting your craft. We like it. Mm. Wow. And we have done a, a lot. special guest with us today, Brandon Rumba. How you guys doing? Hey, man. Clap it up, up, man. Clap it up. Thanks for joining us. I'm sure. Very Happy to be here. Brandon is a military war hero, served in Afghanistan, served in Iraq, uh, wounded, wounded veteran, lost his legs in, uh, was it Iraq? Afghanistan. Afghanistan, yeah. yeah. So yeah, that was an interesting story. I read a little bit about it. Uh, you want to tell the story, or you want me to? Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I can run through it. Yeah, um, go ahead. You know, I, I mean, I, I kind of do this all the time. Yeah. You know, so I was uh, on my second deployment uh, in Afghanistan. First deployment, I went to Iraq. I uh, went to the Marine Corps right out of high school. Um, you know, grew up not really like knowing like what college was. Yeah. You know, I, I moved out of my parents' house when I was like 15. So where are you from, man? Uh, Uniontown. From Uniontown. Oh, wow. yeah. What year is this? Uh, oh, seven. You got ties to there, right. don't cool. you, John? Yeah, cool. Got some ties in Uniontown. You, you know Jessica Galika? Oh yeah, my wife. <laughs> oh really? Yeah, you guys. Went oh to yeah. The same, same she, she graduated like Sugarman. what two or three years ahead of me? Ahead of you? Yeah. Uh. What, what, she graduated oh five. Huh. Oh four oh five. Interesting. You guys went to the same school, right? I, she went to Uniontown, right? Yep. 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 Got yep. some stories. You got the the scoop? He no. He knows everything. Did she play basketball? Did she, she play volleyball. Volleyball. Yeah. I, I knew her from somewhere. I've heard her name before. I used to call her. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you, you remember your name. You remember your name. Guys, <laughs> nah, just, just joking. Any, any stories you got on her? No, nothing. You got the scoop? No, no. You got all the tea. We need it. No, nah, even if I did, I wouldn't give it to you. <laughs> oh, oh, nice. No. That guy. That's wow. you go down your He's not like the rest of us. Yeah, Damn. true. <laughs> but, um, I'll figure it out someday. Yeah, yeah right. go, go ahead. But um, I graduated in 07 and then went into to boot camp, was there for, you know, three months, graduated in February 2008, and then went to my training. I was a mortarman in the infantry and then was uh, stationed at Camp Lejeune down in Jacksonville, North Carolina, and then trained for about a year. We got sent to Iraq, and this was 2009. Hmm. By this point, uh, the war in Iraq was pretty much over. Yeah. We didn't yeah. really do anything when we were there. Um, not really what I expected, you know, going to the Marine Corps. Mm-hmm. Uh, came home, got promoted, and then was a corporal at this time. So I had, like, my own squad. I had, like, five or six Marines that, um, you know, I was responsible for. Um, we trained up, got ready. They told us we were going to go to Afghanistan. And then 2010, September, rolls around. They said, hey, you're going to go to Helmand Province. Um, it's where they sent the majority of the Marines. Mm-hmm. We got there in, like, September of 2010. Basically put us on helicopters, flew us to this uh, little village, dropped us off, yeah. said, hey, there's a, a unit that you're going to be relieving. They've been there for, you know, maybe a month. Um, they were building a base. They didn't really finish it yet, so we had to finish it. And at the same time, we were 
um, like doing patrols with them. Right. And they were showing us the area. And I remember the first time that we went out, it was myself and one of my other Marines and then uh, five or six of the other Marines. And we were walking on this patrol and uh, the one Marine looked at us from the other unit and he said, hey, um, you see right in front of us, there's a line like in the sand. I'm like, yeah, you're like, like an imaginary line. He's like, you see that? You draw a line right in front of us. He said, every time you cross this line, um, they're going to shoot at you. If you stay on this side of the line, they won't shoot at you. I'm like, this dude's messing with us. He's crazy. Sure enough, we walk across this line. We get shot at. He's like, yeah, I told mm. you. So, um, you know, we knew that if we wanted to, like, you know, look for the, for the bad guys, we knew where to go. Yeah. And our job, you know, people often think that our job when we were over there was to just, like, find the Taliban and, you know, kill them. Yeah. And mm. that really, that's not the, the truth. Mm. I mean, our job was to like keep the people safe there right. and kind of build it up so that they can, you know, sustain and, and live on their own. Right, right. Um, you know, what I learned, I mean, before going there, what I learned, one of the biggest things that I learned was that not everybody over there is bad. Because um, you have this, like... Did you, what did you think before you went there? Everybody in that country hates us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think a lot of people think that. Yeah, that's... that's For sure. And, I mean, I felt bad once I realized, like, yeah. you know, these people aren't that... You know, they're, they're not bad. They're just like us. You know what I mean? Right. They want to live, like, a normal life. They want to, mm-hmm. you know, see their kids grow up, go to school, have a life. Right, right. But, uh, you know, I, I didn't really realize that until we started working with the Afghan army. They actually lived with us on our base. Uh, you know, did everything with us. Right. About 20 of them. So we'd go on patrol and... The biggest like threat that we had over there was uh, IEDs, improvised explosive devices. Mm. So basically, like a, a mine that yeah. they would make, they'd bury them in the ground. You step on it, it blows up. Right. It's made out of so it's crazy how they're made: um, ammonium nitrate and aluminum. And ammonium nitrate's just like your basic like farm fertilizer. Right. And then the aluminum they would use like aluminum shavings. They combine the two, you know, put a deck cord on it and a charge. Um, put a, a switch on it. You step on it. It sends a charge to explosive. It blows up. Mm. You said th- that was the biggest. That was the biggest. Th- yeah, because what about the the camel spiders? Oh my god! So <laughs> I didn't come across any of those in Afghanistan, oh. but in Iraq, they were bad. It was bad. What are right. you talking? Pull out a pistol uh, and shoot them. Bad. You got to shoot them. They were that big. Oh yeah. my god! It was. I mean, we'll go I'll, back to that. Go yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 No, it, well, I, I got a story for that. Okay. Yeah. But um, I'm talking as big as your hand. But um, so in the first like 75 days we were there, we found like 90 IEDs. So we were finding more than like one a day. So what's the what's the technique when you find them? Like so we had a uh, t- two guys. We had two guys that were um, one was Air Force, one was Marine, mm-hmm. and their job was EOD, Explosive Ordnance Disposal. So we find an IED, we would mark it. Uh, like cordon off the area so yeah. nobody would go near it and then we'd call those guys they would come and mm. they would basically dig it out of the ground and wow unhook it that's a terrible job worst yeah. job I don't know yeah. why anybody <laughs> was real do they have like a bomb suit on or something I mean obviously I they mean can't just... I, you've probably seen it in the movies you know what I mean where like yeah. they do that but it's not like it was that. to the point to where I mean they just were like let's go do it real quick yeah <laughs> oh my gosh like they have, what? They, they have a bunch of those things in Germany like when we drop bombs in them in Germany like they have to cordon off the area yep. to make sure no one's like. So I had to leave my house. Wait, and it what? Was like four blocks away, I had to get out of my house I'm because like I was in a zone where if the bomb from a long time ago blew up, yeah, like oh, when they were bombing in like World War Two, you had to get out of the area. So they had mines yeah, in had Germany. Have people, where, they had people that you know they came in, suited up, making sure yep. like you know. You, are you serious? Yeah, like this. This wow. happened three times. We, during we the found. Last year. I guess we, that war wasn't that. 
long ago, huh? I mean, this is long. This, I mean, a long time ago with me. Obviously, I wasn't around for it, but like, still, like, that's crazy. That's like I can only imagine like him, but yeah. you have to be in in it, like yeah. as, as opposed to civilian. We, we found stuff because the, the Russians were in Afghanistan uh, in the early nineties, so we so, found yeah. stuff from when they were there. Mm. You know what I mean? It, it was crazy. So, I mean, that, what were the, the Russians doing over there? Same thing that we were doing, trying to take over the country. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. It's crazy. Do you agree with the reason why you went over there? I mean, you know, I get that question a lot, and I really don't, like, understand why we were there. It's oil, right? I, was it? No. It was because of I don't think it, does anybody have an answer? That's, you know I, what I mean? Like, I always yeah. thought it was 9-11. It was just a retaliation. For but that. when you think about that, like, my, the way I my way of thinking is well why wouldn't we just like strengthen our security here mm. to make sure like another 9-11 doesn't happen exactly. mm. you know what I mean too. I have a lot of questions about 9-11 it's crazy do you see do you feel like you're like do you feel like they made well they made the people that like in America feel like they strengthened their security by like just airport stuff and things of that nature but as far as everything else do you feel like the the country is like was protected like this changed that much since when, since the when that happened? No, no. That's what I was curious. No. Like, I mean, you had thought process in that like. No, I feel I like mean, the illusion of making it seem like all right, you have to take your shoes off at the airport. <laughs> yeah, like, it's like oh, they really are, they're crap. I don't know. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's like you know, I don't yep. that stuff. But yeah. you go everywhere else in any other countries. I mean, you don't have to do any of those things, and I kind of feel like it's the same like same old thing, same protection in yeah. a sense. Like yeah, I mean, I just feel like there's so much so much more we could have did. Yeah, I mean, but it was. Go ahead. It, it was a waste yeah. to send all those people over there for what? You yeah. know what I mean? Mm. Mm. Yeah, and it's crazy because I don't think anybody's not affected by that. I have tons of friends yeah. who have been over there, who've come back, and it's horrible because they won't even talk about it. I'm mm-hmm. talking PTSD. <clears throat> yep. Can't even give you any indication of what happened because they're so shocked by it mm-hmm. and no reasoning behind it. I mean, it's 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 sad like yeah. you know and for what what did we get out of it we didn't yeah. get anything out of it so. nothing and you know we didn't I, get any oil I guess not because I mean gas prices yeah. are still high <laughs> 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 like, we went over there for one thing apparently and then yeah. we're over there already and then we went from one place to the next so tell me this for this so. tell me the story though uh, so George W. Bush Sr. went over there before mm-hmm. right what, what was the, that reason you don't know? No. Hmm. Let's be honest. It was the same reason. I really have no clue. Like, I'm lost on the whole reason. But, boy, I can tell you I mean, you know, when people ask me that, that question, you know, they think that, like, oh, you joined because of, you know, you know, 9-11 and what was going on. And really, like, my, I guess the reason that I joined is I just feel like, you know, if you're able to, that's what you should do. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, that's just, like, just you know, paying it forward or giving back, like right. just give up four years of your life and then get back to your life. And when you think about all the things that come with that, you know what I mean? Like college, every, you know what I mean? Yeah. It mm-hmm. just, it just made sense to me. Yeah. Some, some countries, they force, it, exactly. You, you know what I mean? Yeah. You force kids to go right to the military. Yep. Yeah. Doesn't Israel do that? Aren't you required like to serve? two years of service or, yeah. or something. And it's men mm-hmm. and women. Right? Yeah. Men and women. Yep. Yeah. So you, uh, you, once you, uh, you, you decided what you wanted to do, when did you uh, sign for your promise? Yeah, like to, to to go. Yeah. So, um, a year, just to like two, guess, two, like yeah, two thousand seven. Right, so, cool. um, it was. So I graduated in what uh, May of 07. Mm-hmm. and then I went to boot camp in November. Mm. 
So, like, November 13th. What was that like? I mean, it was... It's not... You, like, hear all these stories about how, like, they hit you, and it's, it's, it wasn't like that. Like, it might have been like that 20 years ago. Yeah. But it was harder, like, mentally than it was physically. Yeah. Like, I, it was way worse whenever I got to my unit. You know, we'd go on, like, 20-mile runs in the morning. Like, crazy stuff. But there... You just got to get used to waking up at 4.30 in the morning, mm-hmm. having somebody yell at you for 15 hours a day. <laughs> Whether you do it right, you know what I mean? You're still going to get yelled at. Like, yeah. the whole purpose of it is to, like, build you down or, you know, to break you down and then build you back up again, yeah. you know, so that you, you know, so learn we, to take orders. So we can yeah. say Coach Hugs has a, a military mindset. In a sense, yeah. <laughs> yeah I say so. so. He does the same. I'm comment, pretty sure you know we, got, I mean? we got a little bit more hugs than these guys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But... I mean, I understand it, you know what I mean? It makes sense whenever, yeah. like, you know, when you go to war, like, if you hesitate or, or, or do some of those things, like, people, you know, it's not just, you know, this happens, that people people die because right. of it. So it all makes sense. Yeah. But, you know, boot camp itself wasn't that bad. How many how many people, like, actually, like, make it through the process of boot camp? Like, have you seen seen it where, like, a lot of people just, like, quit, just say, I, like, I can't do this. Like, I'm not can't built quit, for this. Or can you quit? You can is try to quit. <laughs> <laughs> it's not, <laughs> quitting is not an option. Like, once, no. you're, once you're in it, like, you're. Wow. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. What's the agreement? Yeah. What's the agreement, that, I don't know too much on this. I just feel like. When an individual says they want to go to like the Marines, Army, whatever, and they they have to they get a year when they first get there to make sure that this is what you really want to do. Mm-hmm. And when you decide, all right, cool, I want to go through this, then you go through your basic training. And before you do that, that's like you sign this agreement, basically saying like you are basically indebted to who you signed to. Right. Like yeah. You're mm-hmm. For the country. Okay. So it's like right when you get to boot camp, like that's when you can't back out. So like, yeah. oh, okay. Like once you actually get there. Like they've at that point, like once you get to boot camp, they've already invested. It's like two hundred fifty thousand dollars in you. Oh wow! You know what I mean. Once you get through boot camp and get to your unit, it's like a quarter of a million dollars. That's how much they've they've put into you. Yikes! So one way or another, they're going to get it out of you. You know. So you might try to quit and give up. You know, they'll they'll sit you at a desk and tell you you got to do this for. You know what I mean? Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, I guess that's what I meant more than anything. Like, do you like is a thing because if if somebody quits on you, you would think that. They're not built for this. You wouldn't want to send them out yeah. somewhere. They'll find oh. something. Oh, okay, okay. Do. Yeah. Gotcha. Whether it's like holding a stop sign and directing traffic. <laughs> oh, wow. yeah. You know, it's, cra- it's How crazy. How many years is that commitment again? Four. Four? Four. Right. So the Marine Corps is four. Um, Others are six and stuff like that. I, I think the Army has a six-year contract. Mm-hmm. The Marine Corps might have a five-year contract. But um, really, in total, you're obligated. So the Marine Corps, my contract that I signed, was four years of active duty plus another four years of inactive duty mm-hmm. so it's a total of eight years yeah. so you get out after your four years but if like something crazy was to happen like another iraq or afghanistan mm-hmm. they can call you back in those four years and send you back overseas mm-hmm. i mean it's not very likely to happen yeah. but it could happen you never know yeah exactly. exactly what was your reasoning for going to the marines and not another branch i mean i grew up playing sports and like you always hear like the marine corps is like the toughest mm-hmm. the first ones in and like i wanted you know, a challenge, and I felt like that would be the kind of the best fit for me. You know, also the way I grew up, like stuff like that. It was just I felt like I'd be around other people that you know had a similar upbringing and a similar life to me. Yeah. There was no question; it was Marines all the way. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I didn't even talk to. That's the toughest, isn't it? Or I mean, Navy. I, I heard Navy SEALs. Well, yeah. yeah. Well, but you have when to you be think of the you yeah, like yeah, when you think of the work. basic like branches, you would. I think the Marine Corps. Yeah. But you know, whenever you think of like all together, you would probably think like navy seals yeah. you know uh you know army rangers 
Delta, Army Delta Force, right. uh, Army Green Berets. Yeah. It goes, I mean, what those, what those guys go through at, at Navy SEAL, like, it's called BUDS, Basic Underwater Demolition. That's um, insane to watch. Yeah, if you ever get, I like, saw it. get on YouTube and, like, go, yeah. like look up some of those videos, they, they'll start a class with, like, 170 guys, and, like, 12 will graduate. Yeah. It has, like, a 90% fail wow, rate it's crazy, crazy. <laughs> it's, it's not, really like the best of the best like, yeah, like it's, it's the crazy best the best <laughs> <laughs> see, like, it, like i was watching this thing on youtube about just like navy sales in general uh-huh. just like bro like they had to do all this stuff underwater holding yep. a breath like being able to just they drop them in the, in the water and some places in the ocean yep. and they got to be able to like navigate around live animals and not it's crazy panic. It's, it's, it's insane bro that's crazy but everybody, I feel like when you sign that the commitment, it doesn't matter where you are. <laughs> it's just, it's going to be a beast regardless. Bro. Yeah. But yeah, f- finish your story. Yeah. So we were at the, the landmines, the guys coming yeah. in. Yeah, yeah. So we, uh, you know, we, we went through that patrol and, you know, the first time I ever got shot at and all that good stuff, you know, it's, it's crazy. You never know, like, what you're going to do. You know, you have this, like, picture in your head, like, oh, you're going to not be afraid. You're going to start shooting back and... You know, if anybody ever told you they weren't scared the first time they got shot at, you know, they're lying to you. What did you do when you, when you got shot at? I found the closest wall. You ran? Yeah, oh, yeah, oh, you yeah. took cover. Yeah, well, yeah, took, took cover, cover. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So there was a building off to our right, and we ran over there, and we were trying to see, like, where the fire was coming from. So dude said, don't cross this line, and you guys just did it anyway. Yeah, we were, because we thought he was, like, messing with, like, you know what I mean? Like, we're the new guys here, like, <laughs> and he wasn't messing with us. That's crazy. So... We, you know, did patrols, did all that good stuff, and uh, we were getting shot at from the same building, like, every day. Mm. So we said, why don't we call an airstrike and blow up this building, so that way they can't shoot at us from it anymore. So we called for an airstrike, they blew it up, and they wanted us to go, uh, like, assess the damage at the building. So I grabbed, like, seven of my guys, and we went down to where the building was, you know, found what we were looking for. The building was blown up. No bad guys were there, but there was, you know, weapons, like, they were living there. So we started to make our way back to the base, and it was getting dark, so we wanted to take a shortcut because we never really you know, wanted to be outside uh, in the dark because you can't see the ground, see where IEDs are at. So we took a shortcut, and we were walking back, and I was the third guy in the patrol. My platoon sergeant was the fourth guy, and then there were uh, three other Marines behind him. As soon as we turned a corner, there was an explosion. You know, I got blown into a wall. Mm. I got knocked out, woke up uh, like a minute later, realized I didn't step on the IED. My platoon sergeant did. Mm. And he was missing his right leg above the above the knee, you know, stomach blown open, oh arm God. was broken, he was yes. bleeding out. Immediately training kicks in, start working on him, stop the bleeding, put a tourniquet on him. Call Did for a, Oh yeah, 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 called for a medevac. Oh. It landed. Um we kept him alive, carried him to the helicopter, put him on, and then took off. You know, we didn't know if he was gonna make it or not. And then a week later they let us know that he, you know, made it to Germany. Yeah. He was there at the hospital, then flew back to Walter Reed. And that was like the first month we were there, first time I ever experienced anything like that. This is in Germany. Launch stool. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, you know. How bad were you hurt? Like when it blew up, you were close to him or not? Just concussion. Yeah. You know, I don't know, head injury. Was it like uh, Call of Duty in the video games where you like hear the ringing? Oh, yeah. Froze? Yeah. yeah, It's crazy. This is kind of gross, but. Um, the guy that was behind him um, had pieces of his bone stuck in his forehead. They had to, like, pull it out. It's oh crazy. Oh, God. Yeah, I actually have a picture where we're all sitting down, and you can see uh, my one friend that was behind him. He has, like, a bandage, like, covering his, like, eye and his face. 
because he had like pieces of him mm. stuck oh, in his forehead. Want to see it, KJ? Nah, I'm good. <laughs> I was <laughs> I was just gonna ask you like when you see like um, movies or shows on TV about like going over there and, and fighting in the war, like how accurate do you think most of those shows and like movies are? Like, do you, is is it like pretty accurate? Or I mean, I think like, for the most part, like the like the idea behind it is is pretty accurate, okay. but you know some of the like some of the Hollywood stuff they have to yeah. you know play it up. What's your favorite war movie? Um, well, I don't know if I have a favorite movie, but right now I'm watching uh, The Pacific. I don't know if you guys have ever seen it. it was, it's an HBO miniseries on uh, World War Two. Um, it's it's pretty good. Um, My favorite movie is uh, In the Army. Now you seen it? No, oh I haven't. God, isn't that a comedy? Yes. <laughs> Pretty good. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Hey, good talk. And, I'm, uh, and right yeah. now they have uh, two shows, uh, Six, which is about SEAL Team Six. It's on, I think, the History Channel. It's really good. And then they have, on CBS, they have uh, SEAL Team, which is pretty good. I got to hang out with those guys uh, last month. And that shows, I mean, it, it shows, like, what those guys do. Yeah, that's what's up. It's, it's, it's pretty crazy. When but you get you around get, those guys, it's like brotherhood, like... Yeah, I mean... I got. We have a nonprofit as well, so I run a financial grant program for. It's about the Warrior Foundation. Mm-hmm. So basically, we just you know help out uh, veterans that joined uh, that were in the service after 9/11. Yeah. So I get to meet uh, a lot of veterans that are kind of in different phases of their life. Right. That's why I wanted to ask you about that too. But how do you think uh, the American government treats the veterans nowadays? There's a stigma that they don't get enough assistance and enough help is that accurate or well i think every case is different because somebody like me you know you hear all these horror stories about guys getting like not good care at the va Mm -hmm. but if i walk into a va hospital and they see me a guy missing both of his legs veteran uh veteran affairs affairs hospital yeah yeah Yeah. so like i walk to a hospital they're gonna do everything they can for me because they're saying that i'm missing both my legs right but if you have a guy that has like internal injuries you know like ptsd or head trauma or something like that you know he might not get the the same reaction the same treatment that i'm gonna get yeah that's what i read that that a a bunch of veterans that died just waiting for yeah yeah stuff like that i mean they had a guy recently within the past couple months uh, he went into the hospital uh, to see somebody, and they said, you know, come back or whatever. And he went out into his car and shot himself. He wanted to talk to, like, a psychologist. Mm. There's a, that suicide rate is so Super high, high right now. Yeah. Like, it's <laughs> so sad. That's what I was curious about is, uh, all right, so you saw, well, excuse me, you uh, you got there. Yeah. The shooting at you, first time you got shot at. Yeah. Then the not far from then, or not long from then, you... You guys basically almost like st- kill. You almost get killed. Yeah, yeah. What's your thought process after that? Like after you have to go and you you help your uh, was it your squadron leader you're saying? Yeah, yeah. You help him. You know your friend. Everybody's like seeing your 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 squad is like going through it in a way. Yeah. You it's done. You helped everybody and now everybody's off and you're sitting there like like what's that? We're we're thinking. You know he he was in the Marine Corps the longest. He's been in the Marine Corps for twenty some years. So if it happens to him, it could happen to any of us. Right. And we're all thinking, like, you know, sooner or later our time's going to come. We're either going to get shot or we're going to step on an IED. Mm-hmm. It's not a matter of if. It's just, like, when. Oh when's it, and you don't want to 
like terrible. wake up every day. That's, that's terrible. Yeah. yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm yeah. I want to know yeah. when the moment happened to you. Obviously, yeah, yeah. He's yeah. getting to that. We're not going to yeah. watch this. Yeah, yeah. of course. Gonna, like, I was just curious that thought process in general, just like seeing that stuff. But yeah, uh, no, yeah. I mean, you just—it's it, almost like one of those things where you just like, you know what? You got to wake up. You got to do it. It's either going to happen or it's not going to happen. I would be. I would have a freaking anxiety attack and probably be dead. Like. I, I think that would literally happen to me, like nervous breakdown. I mean, <laughs> when you're in the situation, you you can't really like think about it. You know what I mean? So like, I think that it's easy to say that you would do that without being there. But I feel like if you put yourself in that situation, you'd be surprised with like what you'd be capable of. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, that's Everybody's probably thinking. why you do all the training and stuff to to prepare for that stuff. Yeah, right? the, the best that you can. But, but yeah, I definitely would be thinking, I got to get the hell up out of here. Yeah. Well, I mean, we Stop had guys, other, like. I'm not going to you know say any names, but we had guys on our platoon that, you know, they were talking all this stuff like, oh, I can't wait to get over there. Can't wait to shoot these guys. Can't wait to do that. First time we get shot at, they're laying in a ditch facing the wrong direction <laughs> while everybody else is shooting back. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, like, you never really know, like, what you're going to do until you're put in that there, situation. Yeah. yeah. You know? So, no, I was going to say, uh, well, just um, everything that, with everything that you've seen, everything that you've been through, would you still make the same decision if you had a chance to do it over? Would you still make the same decision to fight? No. I protect mean, the country that's a good question. yeah I, I think so because like where my life's at now like i feel i truly feel like everything happens for a reason yep. you know what i mean like mm-hmm. i wasn't exactly. always like the best person like wasn't the best friend didn't always do the right things and it's almost like i was kind of like given a reminder you know what i mean or like given a second chance like you know this might happen to you but you didn't die so now it's time to like start doing things the right way sure. like it sucks that it had to be that yeah but it is what it is you know, it's karma almost. That's the way I look at it. So yeah. when you say you weren't a good person, like, all right, I know I got this is like a stereotype or a stigma about guys from Union Time. Yeah. About coming down here. And because when we first got into school, like my freshman year, there was a club down there we used to go to all the time. And like, they didn't let people in from Union Time. Really? Because people, or there was something about like yeah. people from Union Town come to Morgan Town and just start a bunch of shit, start mm-hmm. fights and stuff. Yeah. Were you there? Did I run into you? <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> Were you Prob- that guy? I think that was more or less they weren't following the dress code. They put a dress code up because of those guys were wearing like big shirts and stuff like that. Really? Like no, but he he wasn't he wasn't lying. It was a couple of individuals that would come down from Union Town and start problems, and the guys noticed it, so they were like, "All right, cool, we got to wear collar shirts now to come in this club." Yeah. And they would always come from far and not know that that was the yeah. the rule. And then they show up and then stand outside and then... Yeah. And I mean, that doesn't surprise me. It doesn't surprise me. At all. So you weren't yeah. in that group? No. Cool. Does no. He, you never heard of this? You didn't wear a picture? No. <laughs> I never heard of what, what, what sport did you play? Football? Football, baseball, and basketball. Okay. Yeah. Basketball? What, point, yeah. what position? Point guard. Mm. Yeah. I know a guy named Chuck Bryant that would probably give you some buckets back in the day. We won't get into that. Yeah. <laughs> No, I mean, were you good? It's a professional. I mean, I was. I mean, I played. I was all right. Any looks like in uh, any sport, like any looks to play, like in college. Oh, I, 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 Seton Hill for baseball. Okay. Um, but like I said, I didn't really like understand like what college was like about. You know what I mean? Like I didn't realize Seton Hill. Seton yeah, Hall. Hill. Hill. What yeah, Greensburg. Like? Okay. They're small D two. Okay. What yeah. about college? You didn't uh, like uh, understand, maybe. Um, did you get bad grades in school? I I graduated like a four zero. Oh wow! Why did you want to go? Like, you yeah, just didn't want to go to college. I just didn't like. I didn't even know how to like a, like a, what like applying was. Like I didn't. So you guys didn't have someone at the school 
I mean, we probably did, that, but I just like, counselor? Yeah, like yeah. yeah, everybody has one. You gotta have yeah, one. but I just, I mean, like, parents never talked about it, like, just didn't, I don't know. Was your you're not, you're in military? What's that? Are you a military brat? No, uh-uh. He's not alone in this. Like, yeah, I was going to say, a lot of people. the same way, got really good grades and just didn't even think that college was an option. You I know just, what I mean? Like, it I didn't even just, know where to start. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. So... You knew? Did you know you were going to the military, or you was just like, no? I, I was like, I gotta, I gotta get, I gotta, get, I gotta get the fuck out of Uniontown. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, sure. I mean, you see what happens. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I got, if I'm not gonna go to school, I gotta do something. Yeah. You know? You would have got caught up in that lifestyle mm-hmm. and then coming to Morgantown, starting fights and stuff. Exactly. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Wearing big shirts. <laughs> yep. Big shirts and gold. That's what he said. Yo, when he when he got here, not he, gold. Really. <laughs> when he got here, he pulled up. He was, when he got here, he, he texted my phone. Was like, "Yo, I'm like, I was like, just touch me outside so we can figure out the stairs situation." He was like, "Yeah, I'm, I'll hit you out when I'm pulling up or something like that." It's <laughs> like I hit you when I'm pulling up. <laughs> <laughs> you got That's a nice smart. car too, man. Did you drive that here? No, nah. R8. No, um, Maserati. Awesome. I didn't bring it. <laughs> oh wow. Okay. No, I brought my my Jeep. Yeah. So I drive back and forth. That's what's up. Just, just, just being humble. I know, just right? being humble. <laughs> nice car. Yeah. Only pulled a Maserati for <laughs> special occasions. I got a Z yeah. in there. Maserati. Never seen. No. Got a deal. Yeah. Got no. a deal. <laughs> 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 All right. Let's get back to your story. Uh, where were we? With the. I want to know what happened to him. Yeah. Like, obviously, yeah. we got to do his. Yeah. 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 So fast forward. Uh, two more months. We're uh, end of November, November 29th. We were living, uh, so we had our base that was up on top of a hill, and then there was villages on both sides. And we would, uh, we took over, so there was a house that was like empty, and we set up another base in this house inside of this village. And we would rotate uh, sections every week. So like my section would live down there for a week, then we'd rotate with the other section, they would live there for a week. It was our turn to go back down. So we went back down, and I took, uh, couple of my guys out on a patrol got back and what we would do is send out a group of like four marines like every hour to do a security patrol just around the building uh just make sure like no bad guys were like putting in ieds throwing grenades or anything like that so i sent out a group of guys 10 minutes of them being out there was an explosion so of course know what it is somebody stepped on an ied so i'm sitting at the radio waiting for them to call over the radio so you heard the explosion? Yeah, and yeah. It was just, when, what was the first thought that went through your head? When just you like, like waiting, like, we're going to have to go get him. Mm-hmm. But I wanted to make sure that before we went and got him, that I called for a medevac so that we wouldn't waste any time. The helicopter would be on the way while we get down there. By the time we get there and get to him, treat him, the helicopter's landing, we can put him on, right. send him off. So call comes over the radio. Lance Corporal Chavis stepped on an IED, missing both of his legs above the knees. We need a medevac. Mm-hmm. We need help. So I grab a stretcher, call for the medevac. It's like five minutes out. So we get down to where he is. He's inside of a courtyard with like one entry and one exit. It's closed off. Um, so right away, I'm like, shit, they did this for a reason. Because they knew someone was going to go on. Exactly, exactly. So there's probably five more IEDs in there. Yeah. They oh. know, they kind of know how we work. You know what I mean? Somebody gets hurt, we're not just going to leave them there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like they would. You know what I mean? Yeah. Right. We're going to go in and get them. So as a, you know, as a leader, um, you know, you want to lead from the front. I mean, you probably grew up different coaches, stuff like that. Guys just sat on their ass, didn't do anything, just pointed fingers, told people what to do. Mm-hmm. And you were like, this isn't how it's supposed to be, but you couldn't say anything. Kind of like mm-hmm. this, Sean. <laughs> 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 Continue. So I grabbed the stretcher and I'm like, you know what? I got to go in and get him. Right. So I start walking in towards him 
made it about 15 feet from him, stepped on a secondary IED, took my left leg below the knee, right leg at the hip, um, you know, collapsed both of my lungs. Mm. Oh my God. Uh, broke my arms. Um, I was blind for a little while. Um, lost the tip of my trigger finger. It got blown off. Um, so I like was laying there. And I'm like, shit, I'm going to die. Finally happened. My buddy comes over, starts working on me, puts me on a stretcher. Helicopter lands. They carry both of us to the helicopter, pass out. And I wake up like 10 days later back in the U.S. So I went from where I got hurt to a hospital in Afghanistan to a hospital in Germany, and then back to Washington, D.C. And you don't even remember being... No, I woke up, and I was like, you know, uh, one of my friends was there. And I'm like, what are you doing in Afghanistan? Like, you shouldn't be here. He's like, what are you talking about? I'm like, well, why are you in Afghanistan? He's like, no, we're in Washington, D.C. I'm like, well, why are we here? And then that's when, like, everything hit me, and I'm like, oh, shit, both of my legs are gone. What am I going to do? And then I was at the hospital for, like, two years. Oh, wow. So what was that first feeling after waking up, like, just I mean, looking I down and you don't have your legs? 21 years old, like, thinking, like, what am I going to do? Yeah. You know what I mean? What am I going to do for a career? Am I ever going to get married, have kids? Like, what What am I going to do? You yeah. know what I mean? Like, I'm thinking, like, no, like, 21-year-old girl is going to want to be with a guy that lost both of his legs and take yeah. care of him. Nobody's going to want to hire me because I'm, like, a liability. They figured out all of that, man. I saw your wife. Yeah. <laughs> I got lucky. Stop talking about his wife, man. Yeah. Golly. No, he didn't want to give me the tea about my wife, so. Yeah, okay, I see. It's a compliment. Game. I'm not, you yeah. know. Yeah. 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 It's like yeah. your wife is bad. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what, uh, what space were you in after that happened? Like, you're like, your mental. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. What, I mean. Like, I know you're going you're gonna to obviously have those times where you're like, you were super sad. Yeah. You're and you're probably angry for a long time. Like. Like, what was that like? I mean, I, I guess I kind of, like, we. I, I mean, I don't know about you guys, but I was for, like, the first year, I was like, like, boo-hoo, like, pity me. Like, you know, why does this have to happen to me? This, this, like, obviously never happened to anybody else. I'm the only person that's ever happened to. Like, nobody else knows what I'm going through. Mm-hmm. This is the worst thing in the world. Mm-hmm. And then I finally realized that, you know, there's so much more that I need to be thankful for because I got to meet other people that were at the hospital. I was at the hospital with a guy that lost both of his legs and both of his arms. Mm. So I'm thinking, well, maybe I don't have it too bad because I got both my arms. Yeah, Always be worse. Yep. And then I started, like, that was, like, my mindset. Like, it still is today. Like, whatever situation that I'm in, you know, having a bad day, whatever it is, I always thought to myself, I'm like, you know what? This shit could be worse. Right. Like, somebody else <clears throat> has gone through worse than I have, and they found a way to overcome it. So, you know, what excuses do I have? Yeah, Deshaun, you you got Deshaun got hurt and uh, towards ACL in a big game. That's actually interesting. You brought that up. Like when I uh, I got hurt and I did my surgery yeah. in uh, the Andrews Institute in uh, Florida, and there were tons of uh, guys there um, who just uh, you know just finished doing their service and so, yeah. and so forth with like missing legs, one mm-hmm. missing leg, one missing arm, whatever the case may be. I made I made a, a really good friend down there at the time, and. I'm sitting there, like, in the worst, like, absolutely worst possible mood. Like, just yep. terrible. And I, I look over to my right, and this dude's, like, he's put, he's put, he's working his ass off. Like, yeah. just trying to, you know, like, continuously, like, you know, he's taking it day by day, so on and so forth. And he always used to say, like, yeah, no one wants to hear you crying and complaining about yeah. this shit. 
Nah, and man. he was like one of the, like one of my, he ended up being one of my really good friends down there. So shout out to Garth Rowe. <laughs> um, but like just being there for that like month and some change, like I never, like I could have my days I'm like upset or whatever, but I never like just sat there in a funk. Oh yeah. Because yeah. of that. Like you I felt like snap that, out of it real that's, quick. Like, that snapped me out of it in a heartbeat. Yep. Just being around, you know, guys that. Yep. I mean, I was there with, I was there with, with women that lost their limbs. You know what I mean? Like people often forget about that. Like they think that it's just the guys out there, but there were girls I was at the hospital with that were, you know, lost a leg, lost two legs and they're at therapy every morning, you know, learning how to walk and doing those things. Does it ever make you mad when people like complain about petty shit? You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I kind of have like a short fuse for that now, you know what I mean? Because it's just like, I don't know. There are just some people that you meet that just love the attention. Like they, mm. they, mm. like they purposely have bad days because they want somebody to come up to them and say, "What's wrong?" Yeah. Yeah. Like that's just how it is. You that's, know what I mean? That's kind of how I am with my wife. I gotta stop talking about my wife. <laughs> she, I'm kind of hard on her because she likes to complain about things that I think are just like little. Yeah. you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. So. Are you are you hard on your wife because of stuff yeah, like that? Yeah, like she's she hates it. She hates it. She'll be like, "Oh, I don't feel good today," and I'll be like, "You know what? <laughs> you How know can what? you you can't say that to somebody? Like yeah, you, you can't, can't say that you can't you. say it to you. Like, you don't feel good today. <laughs> today you don't. Let <laughs> me help you out here. No, I'll, I'll I'll tell her like you know it, it must be nice you know standing up in the shower right? You don't feel good, but at least you can stand up in the shower every morning. It's the truth. You just you make her feel bad. Horrible. Uh, you need that done. You need those. Things. Yeah, she gets <laughs> she gets pissed, but like two days later she'll be like, "Thank you." You know what I mean? Yeah. So I mean, like we work good together like that. But that's, that's same good. thing. Like if I start doing something and she sees that I'm like, you know, not trying harder, or like complaining a lot, she'll she'll, she'll tell, tell me too. Exactly. You know, that just, that's a good she says thank you. you she <laughs> should thank me. Yeah, my wife cut her finger, and you would have thought she cut, cut her, her arm off. Hand off. Yeah. yeah. Same thing. She's like, we need to go to the ER. Stop laughing. Yeah. <laughs> Why don't you give her a break? She just had a car accident. Oh, my God. We don't even want to get some support. Show some support. Show some cars. Totally. She was fine, though. The car's messed up, but she's fine. Goodness. You would have thought she flipped over 20 times and. The car Maybe you don't like baby her enough. Maybe the I'm like, look, exactly so the, like the, the first thing I said was, are you okay? Like, you're good. Once you, I see you're good, then. What else is there to cry about? Like, it wasn't her fault. As soon as I got to this, first of all, she was mad at me because I didn't get to the scenes quick enough. <laughs> it happened at like nine in the morning. Yeah. So yeah. everyone was calling my phone, like, yeah. and I was asleep. Oh, I got a call. That's what it was. I was like, cool, cool. So then back, I was wondering her friend started banging on the door. I woke up. She's like, just got nice. I was like, what? And she's like, she's fine. Don't worry. And then I got down there about 30 minutes. 30. What sure that? was 30 minutes? Then she saw me, and then she just started bawling. Like she just started crying. I'm like, are you all right? Like, it's like, yeah. Like I that. think that's a female thing, though. We kind of like, I think you're right. We like mm. the attention of it. You know what I mean? Like, baby me a little. I was you know? trying us not to cry about dumb stuff. What question, no about one me. question. When the person told you to relax, did you just fully relax afterwards? What do you mean? So oh, she didn't get. She's not hurt. She's fine. Relax. And you just did you relax? Like all right, yeah, cool. It was a solid Let me fine. just show up, and at an hour and a half <laughs> later, or did you show up? Like, you speed you down the, there. You want to know it's crazy? <laughs> That's not exactly. <laughs> I took my nah, I, I got there like thirty minutes after the. You know, it what takes mean? forty minutes. To I had get to there. find my clothes. Like I just woke up. I was like, oh man, I didn't eat breakfast or anything. I just <laughs> brushed my teeth. 
I put my chain on, forgot my ring. Oh no! <laughs> Good job. Man. I'm just curious what husband of the year works. It's like, yeah, let me go brush my teeth. That's an accident. <laughs> I put on a shirt, <laughs> put, an accident. put my chain on. Let me go brush my. Make sure I get my, my chain on. on, and let me throw this so chain everybody. on real quick. She was fine. I spoke to her too. She called and she was just like, yeah, this is what happened. Right. But it's this isn't about me. I know. Just joking. Let's get back to Brian. So where were we in the hospital? Yeah. So. I started doing like my therapy stuff like that started lifting weights again doing all that good stuff and then about a year into it um so at this point i had like seven inches of my right leg so i was able to wear a prosthetic but um they ended up giving me an infection at the hospital they had wow. to go back in and then they had to amputate the rest of my right leg all the way up to the hips so it kind of screwed me with like the just, prosthetic thing yeah. so then i had to learn how to because like i don't want to be stuck in a wheelchair so i'm like what what are my options well you can wear one leg and get on crutches. So I'm like, well, that's better than, than being in a wheelchair yeah. all right. the time. So I started to do that and then, you know, just practicing walking, building up my strength, stamina, uh, so that I could just be on crutches all the time. Mm-hmm. And then end up leaving the hospital, moved back to Uniontown, um, ended up building a house there, went back to school, went to Penn State uh, in Uniontown, started the speaking business, started traveling around speaking, um, Doing some other things, got involved with the nonprofit. What's the message behind your speaking, your inspirational speeches? Basically, what we just talked about. So like, stop fucking crying. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it could always awesome be worse. Yeah. yeah. It's I mean, an awesome name. And, 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 and like leadership. That's <laughs> <laughs> a great name for okay, Sean, you going to start a. Uh, <laughs> he won't use the audience. Stop fucking crying. Fucking, that'd be awesome. <laughs> I wasn't sure if we were allowed to curse, so I'm no, trying not to. Yeah, we but, are. Awesome and, title. And also about like leadership. Like, Whenever you think about it, sometimes like when people like move up that ladder, they think that they have less responsibility as they move up. Like they start to slack. You know what I mean? They think, oh well, now I'm in charge of everything, so I can kind of relax and yeah. just let shit unfold. Right. But that, that's not how it is. You know what I mean? Like as you move up, you should be required to do more. Really? Like, people depend on you. Mm. You know what I mean? Like mm. you should be the one doing the most work. Mm. You know, if your guys leave the office at six, you shouldn't leave till seven. You See, know, I got I kind of oh. got the a different because I'm in the business and stuff too. Like, yeah, you know what I mean. So I'm thinking my business mentality is like once you get built up, you can kind of put someone else in charge and then well, relax well a yeah, you know I mean? yeah. But I, I'm not talking about like owning the business. You know what I mean? I'm talking about working in the business. Yeah. But if you own the business, that should be your mindset. It should be. You build it up to as far as you can, then pass it off, and then start something else. Mm, okay. Move on. Gotcha. But if you're, you know, if you're not an entrepreneur, you're, you know, you're content with, you know, working for somebody, mm-hmm. and you do get that leadership role, you know, just because you got that role doesn't mean that you can start slacking right, off. Right. Yeah, thank if you. If that makes sense. You get more responsibility that takes me off worse than anything else when they start delegating <clears throat> everything down yeah. the line, and it's like, really, you came into work today at eight and left at noon. Yeah, let's That's, talk yeah. about it. You <laughs> yeah. know, that kind of happens with basketball too. Like we see it all the time. Like. Players get up to their senior year like where they're comfortable and don't work as hard or get the starting position in basketball mm-hmm. and don't work as hard because they're there. And then someone else will work harder than them and get in their position and take their spot. And yeah. that's what yeah. happens. Yeah, you see that all the time. It's just like in, in outside of sports. You know, anywhere but what you I mean what you what you were talking about, like you know, about like building it up and like right. you know, moving on to something else. I mean, as a as a, a business owner I mean, that, that should be your ultimate goal. Okay. I mean, the way I look at it, you know, from, from business, you can't have, like, everything, like, in one thing. 
like as an entrepreneur, I feel like you should have like five or six different things going on. You know what I mean? Yeah. One in case one thing fails, you got something else. Right. And right. the more you're able to do, the better it's going to be. Right. It's right. like building your portfolio. portfolio. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. How difficult it is. How difficult is it? To find people that you trust enough, though, to kind of take over the other aspects that you're not like, you know, when you build something up yeah. and you're moving on to the next thing and you have to trust somebody else to carry on whatever's behind you. Yeah. You know, how difficult is that? I mean, unless you're willing to truly like let them be a part of it. You know what I mean? Like what what can you do as a business owner to make them feel like this business is theirs too. That's the right. way I look at it. Like why, why would I work as hard as I possibly could for somebody else knowing that tomorrow I could be gone? Mm-hmm. Good you know, point. I mean, in a, when you put people in those type of positions, um, ultimately you are giving them a piece of the business. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, make it worth their while. But yeah, I mean, I, that's kind of where we're at now. And I, I worked my way, uh, down here and became business partners, uh, with somebody down this, down this way. Uh, who's kind of been in the business for you know thirty years, um, and he wanted to build something together, but also kind of mentor me in the business and help me get up, um, you know, almost as a way of like saying thank you, you know what I mean? Because he, you know, appreciates you know service and exactly. sacrifice and all that stuff. So I mean, I understand that as well. Like a lot of people would be dying for this opportunity, but for some reason, you know, he wanted to go down this route with me. So you know, I kind of know I gotta keep working keep pushing yeah do you do you consider yourself a hero a warrior like because i know maybe people might come up to you and like um thanks for your service thanks for what you did for our country if they know if they know that you were in the war they see you, your condition but do you personally think that you're a hero i mean i feel like any one of the guys that are in my platoon that were in my situation mm-hmm. would have done the same thing yeah mm-hmm. you know but people don't like they don't know that you mm-hmm. know what i mean like but I see you as a war hero. I know when I, when we talked about you coming on, I was like, yeah, you're a war hero. And he was like, thanks for calling me. I don't see myself as a war But I see you as a war hero because you just sacrificed basically your life. Like, you could have died. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. just like any other veteran, they could have died giving yeah. service to the country. So That's how I see yeah. it, too. They're all heroes. No, yeah, that's how I see it, too. No, I, you saved your, 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 your leader of your group. You, you went in sure. you know, a tough scenario to go save another one of your troop members. Like... And you went about it the right way, especially calling to make sure you had met, uh, you know, some, some yeah. medical come in and, and help the individual. And you went in head first as a leader. Like, I mean, that yeah. says a lot. Just like hearing that bit yeah. alone is just, that no, says I a ton about it. you. So, I mean, sure. I don't know. The way I look at it, you know, like how everything kind of played out and how I ended up in the Marine Corps. And I mean, just to, to be real, I mean, I was getting paid to do a job. Yeah, I was doing my job. Yeah. Yeah. True. I mean, that's that's the way that I look at it. Mm-hmm. Now, maybe if I wasn't getting paid, I was over there just because, mm-hmm. like, oh, I'm going to go over and help these people, then maybe. But, I mean, I was I was getting paid to do a job, and my yeah. job was to to do that. At the same time, your life is still on the line, though, because a lot of people get paid to do a job, and their life isn't on the line. Yeah. So mm-hmm. just just the fact that it you got paid for it, I don't think it, it diminishes, diminishes yeah, yeah, what you did for this country. So. That's you have on it, though. Yeah. Like, that's... <laughs> That's crazy. No, thank Definitely you. appreciate you for it. No, for, sure. Thank you. for sure. But I think it's kind of hard for some of us, like, here in America to understand what that life must have been like. You know what I mean? Because I I can't wrap my head around it, nah. personally. You know what I mean? Because I can't imagine how you felt, what you saw. You know what I mean? Any of that stuff. I think, and, and thank you, because you guys allow us to live that way so that we don't have to know what that life is like. You know no, what I mean? Sure. Yeah, thank so, you. For sure. Did you suffer any uh, PTSD? 
I mean, I don't, I don't really like, like I don't drink. Like I, ever since I got back, like one of the things I said was I'm not going to drink just because I seen the path that guys would go down. So that's I'm like, you know that's what? a big part of it. Yeah, I, I think so. Mm. You know, guys get into, like, with anything. I mean, you have anything traumatic happen in your life, not just, like, getting hurt well, in the service. Yeah. Just like like one of your guys gets hurt, and they're they're done. Their career's over. Mm. I mean, some of them might turn to drinking to, to deal with it. Right. It's just like, I felt like alcohol was just a way to for guys to hide what was going on mm-hmm. and just put it aside for a little while mm. until the alcohol gets so bad that they got to deal with that, too, and then they forget about what they were dealing with exactly. in the first place. Right. So I was like, you know what? I'm not going to drink. So I didn't do that. Um, the only thing that I really struggled with when I came home was like sleep. Like, and it wasn't because like I was like having bad dreams or like anything like that. Um, it, I think it was just from being in the hospital for so long and like they, them coming in every three or four hours and taking your blood and checking up on you. Like I couldn't get on a normal routine. So like my sleep schedule still to this day, you know, I fall asleep at like one, get up at like if if I didn't have to get up in the morning. I'd fall asleep at one or two, get up at like eight or nine. Like to me, that's not normal. You know what I mean? Like, that's pretty early. Like I, you know, like, like with like starting the new business and doing like these guys like have meetings at like seven in the morning. And I'm like, I haven't got up at seven in the morning in the past six years of my life, you know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So like just trying to like transition out of that and like trying to go to sleep before midnight and doing all that stuff. It's, I don't know. I, I think it's just from being in the hospital. I don't really think it's from, like anxiety or anything that I've ever like went through. So what is you know? some of the, were you married when you, uh, were you so, on your own when you got back or? Were so I was, I got married right before I left okay. and crazy. Um, some stuff happened. I got, when I got hurt, came back, didn't work out. So we ended up splitting up. And oh, was, you weren't married to the, no, the same? No, no. So, mm-hmm. um, then I played the whole, like I was single for, you know, like five years and then met Cassie Cassie, uh, that's her name. Yeah, three years ago. What's so her been... Instagram name? Oh, my God. <laughs> shout out on Instagram. John, wow. John, we can't John. give her a shout Listen, out. You know what you're this trying is the to second, do. This is the second one, attempt. This is what one, am I doing? It's one thing to be ruthless. You're ruthless. I can't. <laughs> Stop it. I can't. You're embarrassing us. I try to give her a shout out. I yes. bet you are. She uh, she played ball at Wheeling Jesuit. Jesuit? So, yeah. How long ago was that? Uh, 2008, 2012. Oh, my, my high school coach coached there. Coach Sancone, Danny Sancone. Yeah. She had, a, she had a full ride there. Got her <laughs> undergrad. Then went to Carlo. Got her master's. But her, she was married too. And her husband at the time played ball there. And uh, he was, I th- he might have played overseas for a little while. But they ended up splitting up. Me and her got together. What an idiot. And then he went down a bad path. It's number three. And job. like, ended up losing his life. For real? That's yeah. Fine. Oh. So. I'll take that back. Yeah. yeah. So. <laughs> no, no. But uh like almost like same thing. Like they went they had some like differences and stuff and then like he started drinking all the time mm. and like blamed I think the story is like he blamed the fact that he didn't like get to play basketball after college like on her. Because like how strange. Like he didn't he didn't want to leave her. He, he made it like he made it feel like she didn't it's want him to leave. Understandable. You know what I mean? He shouldn't want to leave. <laughs> And then uh, shout out to Cassie. Uh, you don't want to shout out her Instagram. Definitely don't think someone not getting a basketball job is because of the party. That's right. <laughs> he didn't want to. Le- let's just call he it a game. Didn't want to leave her. Uh, right, let's call it. But anyways, um, <laughs> that's, uh, no So how did you two? He didn't kill himself, did he? No, he. Uh, I think he OD'd. Mm. Oh, that sucks. It's a big problem in West Virginia. We need to get yeah, to the bottom. Yeah. Um, but then you know all that stuff happened, 
So, yeah, how did you guys meet? She was, so my buddy, one of my friends from back in Uniontown is a psychologist, and she was interning for him. And he would have patients come in, and they would request, they knew that we were friends, they would ask me to come in and sit in on their sessions to, like, give them some motivation. Uh, she was interning for him when she was getting her license, um, and she was there. Oh, I thought she, I thought she was going to say. You <laughs> slid in. Was, uh, I, see. I, thought he, I thought he was going to say she, uh, he was her patient. Oh, oh, that would have been the best story. That's See, a porno right like, there. I think that's actually. <laughs> is, is that a porno? Is that what? a good porno? Oh yeah, that's that's a good porno. Porno. yeah. If that would have happened, I probably still wouldn't be with her because then I'd be thinking every dude that comes in, yeah. uh, you know, true, true, true. <laughs> true. he's smart. He's a player. Okay. I just said he was smart. He got it. You're talking about so pornos. she's in psychology then. Yeah, so she's uh, she just applied to get going to the FBI. Oh, she got gosh. through all that stuff, but. We got other stuff kind of going on in our life, so put that on hold. We have uh, a mental health private practice in Uniontown. Her sister's a psychologist as well, so they they have a practice in Elizabeth near Pittsburgh. Mm -hmm. Do that right now until she figures out kind of what she wants to do. She's getting her Ph.D. in uh, forensic psychology. She's the um, all-time leading point scorer at Elizabeth Ford. She's got like 1,500 points in her high school career in basketball. In Uniontown? Elizabeth Ford High School. It's like in between Uniontown and Pittsburgh. Okay. Like Stel Vernon. You didn't know it growing up, though. No. No. That's cool. John is going to stalk your wife after the show is out. Oh, yeah. But if you want to shout out. Come on, man. That's a lot of points. Golly. That's a lot of points. So, 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 all right. When you guys first met, were you, like, intimidated by her? Like, because I'm intimidated by some girls that I see. I was, but the crazy thing was, like, because, like, I don't know. Like, give us your rap, your your game. How, how do you speak game? Well, like I always, and this is going to sound horrible, but it is what it is. It's the truth. I don't really care. Um, I kind of would go after like girls that were like just good looking, but didn't really do shit with their life. If that, if you, if you can understand that. What's that? What's the oh, point behind that technique? Just like, <laughs> like she was educated. You know what I mean? Like she could have took care of herself. Oh, but okay. there's certain girls that are just. Like, they may not do anything with their life, but they're just there. They're, like, good-looking, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, she actually had a career, like, you know what I mean? So, to me, that was, like, different. Why like, did you go out to these girls, though? It was, just, it was easy. It's it was easy. easy. Because they, they kind of need it. They, like, they, yeah. de- they depend on you. Yes, yeah, so they Former, stick around. And, yeah, actually, genius. It's actually genius. I mean, when you think about it, you can almost like get away with whatever you want, you know, because like they depend on you. You know what I mean? Yeah, they're not gonna walk away. I mean, to get picked up. Looking at a girl like, I mean, I've never talked about that ever. I would never ever. But I don't. You heard it here first. You heard it here first. The final forecast. So I see you didn't get picked up for Miss America. I see you ain't got nothing to do. That's a shame. Let me talk. What a shame. I part of girl that's not. Doing anything with her life. Well, I mean, like, like that looks good. there's plenty. Are you know, you know, sweetheart, you look on, a little man. skinny. You need man. to eat a little bit more. Yeah, she looks like she ain't shit. Let me go talk to her. Well, there's a lot of women out there who are exactly like, that, like trophy wives, for instance. You know what sure. I mean? Like, I'm here. I'm looking for a guy that's successful. I don't do anything. That's I'm so, looking to hitch that ride. So you don't think that you, you can know? make girls? We talked about that before. Like, you can improve girls' lifestyle. Because we talked about that with like strippers. No, it's not. Yeah, it is. Because you're, you're talking about a person that that knows that they don't want to do anything and are willing to just, like, hitch themselves to somebody. 
and then you walking into a, a strip club and then trying to co- <laughs> co- like convince this woman, hey, you don't have to do this anymore. <laughs> You've been a strip because club before, it's you. Right? Like, yeah. I don't, so plus, she's a working woman. So. Plenty of hot looking girls in a strip club. Yeah, probably don't have anything going on for themselves, right? Strippers working though. Yeah, but strippers working. She's working. How's that not having if nothing going for herself? Like, it depends. Like it's different from that working. Make in any I mean, what I think what I think it comes down to is like money. I mean, exactly. some strippers are making money, so like they want to stay in that that industry. They want to stay there. Thank you, bags. But to us, we think that well, they're not doing anything with their life. But in reality, they they kind of are. What I'm what I'm talking about <laughs> is like a girl that's like in college or like, you know what I mean. She's still living at home with her parents. She hasn't. She might not be like doing much. She hasn't kind of figured out what direction she wants to go in her All life. Right. And then you, you, you bring them in and say, well, you ain't got to do nothing with your life. Just, just hang out. <laughs> just hang out. Hang out with me. But there's That's, no commitment. I take Exactly. Mm. I got you. And then, then I, you found an educated woman. Exactly. She and then puts, I realized, you know what? You on the, on the check, huh? It's, yeah. It ain't going like that. <laughs> <laughs> I make my own money. I don't I need you. <laughs> yeah. And then I realized that, I mean, in like today's world, like it's, like I never thought about this stuff before, but like it's healthy for like, a couple for both people to like have their own careers and like what I what I found is you start to like resent the other person if you're pulling all the weight Mm -hmm. you're almost like it's cool at first and then you're like well I'm I'm fucking doing everything like what are you doing you're staying at home like or even if it's the dude like you know you have a girl that's making all the money like what is the the dude doing you know what I mean and then you start to resent the other person then I realize well why don't we get somebody that's like doing something with their life and see how it goes yeah Mm -hmm. and then like you you just like everything's together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you remember the first time y'all met? Like yeah. Oh yeah. The, yeah. the rap. So you got to walk us through that. So we we were at the we were at the wow wow first one. We almost made it. No pun intended. We almost made it. Almost. Almost. We did it. We were really worried. I was thinking. I was thinking about that though, Brian. Like the jokes you said. Yeah. 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 But no, we already talked about this. Yeah. yeah. Still. Has yeah. anybody just made a horrible joke that it was just like, no, just don't do it? I'm telling it's you, like, I've heard it all. You never wanted to fight someone? No. Just jump I, on the back and just like. I don't, I don't, jump I don't on. really get. <laughs> man has, back? This man's arms yeah. are bigger than yours. Man. That's now what I'm saying. Saying. Now we've gone completely left. Yeah. yeah. Just, yeah. We've gone completely left, really guys. Mad. <laughs> You're getting out of, you know. get out of control. I'm talking. I just, I mean, I've had people say some some fucked up stuff to me but like I don't really like like it's one thing like I can tell when people are joking you yeah. know what I mean and I've had people come at me like a different way yeah. context not, it's yeah. all in the context. context exactly yeah, sure. so what's not, the most fucked up thing you want to say um okay so we were me and Cassie we were we pulled into a uh a gas station like get on a get go you know what that is you ever seen that yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah so we pulled in and of course I pulled into a handicap spot cause I'm fucking handicapped exactly. but your car is nice as fuck well, I, but I it shouldn't know. matter. So, Continue. But no, that, that's another thing. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. I that's get looks. It's yeah. crazy because they they see a young dude like in a decent car with the, with the windows down, or you know, I got the windows tinted, put them down. Mm-hmm. I got tattoos. A young chick mm-hmm. that, that's good looking, and I pull into a handicap spot and immediately look at me like, "What's this guy doing?" Exactly. Yeah. And then I get out, and then they run away real quick mm-hmm. because they realize that I saw him looking at me. Mm-hmm. But we pulled into. Uh, the gas station and she gets out first and goes in and i was like i had like some bottles like in the car that i was going to throw out so i was like putting them in a bag getting ready yeah. to get out she's already in the store some dude saw us pull in and followed her into the store and was like following her around mm. like yelling at her like she looks oh. like she could whoop somebody's ass though yeah she really could 
<laughs> first of all, though, she's a female. Exactly. Like, no guy should exactly. continue. Sorry. So I'm like, so I, I get out and I throw the stuff away and I go in. And she comes over to me. She's like almost crying. She's like, this dude's like following me around the store. She's like, I don't know why. He's yelling at me. And I'm like, what are you talking about? He's yelling about, he's, she said he's yelling at me for parking in a handicapped spot. So I'm like, what's going on? And I go up to this dude. I'm like, what are you doing? He's like, well, I didn't realize that you're handicapped. And my, my reaction was, so you're the fucking handicapped police. Exactly. <laughs> like, you get paid to see if people park in a handicapped spot, and you wait for them to get out, and they're not handicapped, and you tell them to move. Exactly. And he was like, no, I, people do this all the time. My mother, she's handicapped. And I, every time I see somebody pull in and they're not handicapped, it really makes me mad. I'm like, listen, I can understand that. But why would you follow her around? You saw me in the car. Why wouldn't you come up and approach me? I would never follow your wife around or your girlfriend around and harass her if you're sitting in a car. Right. Like, I'm going to come yeah. up to you and say something. Yeah. You know, and he's like, oh, well, you know, you, you weren't coming in. You were sitting in the car. You shouldn't have parked there if she was just getting out. And I'm like, well, I'm not going to explain to you, like, what I was doing. Like, <laughs> right. I don't yeah. have to tell you shit. I'm living my best life. Yeah. <laughs> That's so crazy. Yeah. yeah. Did it come to that? Did it come to, did you guys have a little kerfuffle? No, I, his friend came in. And his friend was like... They tried to jump you? No, no. His oh. friend came in and shut him down. Oh, his friend man. was like, listen, go like, get in a car. He like apologized to me. He's like, he's an asshole. Don't listen to him. And then I'm like, okay. And then the, the lady at the counter the, that was working a register was started yelling at me. Like, why'd you come in here and start harassing him? And I'm like, well, he was harassing her. And she's like, I don't care. She's like, were you in the military? And I was like, yeah. And she's like, oh, did you lose your legs over there? And I was like, yeah. And she's like, well, you know, I didn't, I didn't force you to go over there and lose your legs for oh, me or something. Hell no. And I was like, okay. So that's when I left. I got my wife. Josh, you had to throw some hands. <laughs> so we got in the car, and somebody had heard it, and I guess they had called like the news station or something. Mm. And then it got back to me, and did an interview with them, and then get go like, like, uh, like sent a, an apology from like corporate, fired that lady, like yeah. all this crazy stuff. That's crazy. Well, all a, went down. I need a hundred million. Yeah. <laughs> no, they sent me, swear to God, they sent me a $50 gift card with an apology. A $50 That's it. gift card? Yeah. $50? Like yeah, here, get some that. gas on us. And I'm like, yeah, I'm emotionally gas. distraught. Yeah. So now Half I need day. about, this isn't going to fill up my heart. Well, they don't want I the need bad 50,000. I need a hundred. I need 50,000. $50 gift cards. This isn't going to fill up my Maserati. For the price of on the house. I, I, exactly, I, right? I pulled up in the handicapped spots and cops come up to me. And they're like, like say something like, oh, why are you parked here? And I'm like, come on. Yeah, that's crazy. And, cop, and then they go, where's your handicap placard? And I said, I ain't got one. I said, look at my life. I got a handicap license plate because I'm permanently disabled. Said, look my at legs, me, motherfucker. My like, legs aren't like, going to grow back. Such a yeah, fucking serious. Dick. I would have my crushes like, motherfucker, like, look. <laughs> What the fuck do you want, I bro? Can't like, I'm the here. people are that obsessed over handicap spots. It literally, like, at first I would get mad, but it just got to a point to where, like, if I saw somebody looking at me or someone walk into the car, I would just put the window up and just, okay. like, like, if they're, like, they'll tap on a window, I'll just sit there. It's, I think it's because you have such a nice car, you don't have, like, your normal handicap, handicap car. car. Yeah, yeah. no. People used to do that shit all the time. We it shouldn't drive. matter, though. I, used to drive. I think they I see the tat- they see the I tattoos. The they see that I'm younger. That's what I was going to say. Damn, Damn, baby. Yeah. Yeah. Damn. That's not how you, I guess, envision a like, handicapped person, I guess. When I think about it, it makes sense. maybe it's <laughs> it doesn't mean, make sense, the way that we think, like, somebody could be going through cancer. Exactly. And right. they have a handicap exactly. record. So, like, how do they not know? Like, you could be going through, like, you could be doing treatment right now. Yeah. It's not on some wood, dude. Yeah. Like, one of us could be going through something like that. 
and you pull up in a handicap spot, and then somebody comes and says, "Well, there's nothing wrong with you," right? And then you got to sit here and explain to them. Uh, like, another you, person. <laughs> do you carry? You. Yeah. You do. Yeah. You never had to use it, pull it out. Nah. Have you ever gotten a fight or anything? I I just you live in Uniontown. It's the hood, from what I was told. I just I I don't know. I, I guess I just I know everybody or I just I don't I don't know. You I'm like seem, past. You seem very even keel. I'm like, past that part. You know what I mean? Because yeah. like I've I've been there. I've like been that guy. That's you probably know what I mean? the worst joke. That I mean, it wasn't even a joke. That's probably just, just the like worst thing. So much. I feel like she had the audacity to say it. Like, it's just it's crazy. <laughs> so what's it's the cra- funniest joke? Oh. She laughing at day. I'm literally not no laughing. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't say a joke yet. <laughs> I'm sorry, I was still. You're laughing. <laughs> sorry. Oh, that's good. But no, like I'll get like little kids that'll like come up to me like at the store. Oh, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? And they'll be afraid to talk to me. And they'll like they'll be behind us like getting ready to check out. And they'll be, like yelling at their mom like, "Mom, he don't have no legs. Like, what's wrong with him?" Right. And I'll turn around and I'll be like, "Listen, you don't listen to your mom. Or, like, eat your vegetables. <laughs> your legs will fall off." <laughs> and they're like, "What?" Ah, I need you to show up in my house. Or like, need- <laughs> you know, I was cutting the grass and I fell off the lawnmower and it ran me over. Mm. You know what I mean? Like crazy <laughs> stuff. You ever told somebody like, like a fake reason for why you lost your? Life? Oh like yeah, you ever? Did yeah, like whenever I speak or something. Yeah, like, uh, like some of the times, like if I go to a high school or something and speak, you know, I'll, I'll tell them, you know, they might have told you guys like a little bit about me, like I was in the military, like you know, none of that stuff's real, you know. I- <laughs> You know, I was, like, oh. I, I was cutting grass one day. And, you know how when you you have a riding mower and you you know you get off it, it's supposed to shut it off. Well, the safety thing failed; it, it ran me over. You know, I just started telling people I was in the military. Now you guys are paying me to speak, and they look at me. They're like, "Really?" I'm like, "No." Yeah. What about your, your like friends? I feel like like a lot of people don't know how to handle it. Yeah, I feel you like know? if I got hurt, like. Deshaun or KJ or some some of my uh, closest friends were truck, like truck yeah. would definitely yeah. be on. Right, I would, yeah, yeah I'd we'll kind of kill you. I'm not gonna lie, I'd just go I probably wouldn't every day. <laughs> I wouldn't until know. you got comfortable because yeah. I know it's gonna be early on. You're gonna be still mad. But about I think it stuff. is good though, just to get over that. Like you can't be so self conscious about it. You yeah. know what yeah. I mean? Just be able to laugh at it. You know what I mean? I mean you got to be able to move on at some point. Yeah. Like you know what I mean? Like I know that like maybe not at the time, but now I realize that like. People look at me and they see me for, you know, like, my service in the military or whatever. But, like, that's not what I want to, like, be able to, like, rely on. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I want to have something else. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, I get my retirement, all that good stuff. But why not, you know, start a new career, start a new business and, you know, just keep building off of that. Exactly. All right. So what do you think about uh, – you guys ain't got anything else on that topic? No, no, no. Nope. I'm just good. curious, Go. like, what are your plans for the future then? I mean, obviously you do motivational speaking. You've got your nonprofit. What are the next steps? keep building the business um you know like i said i just recently got into construction we formed a new construction business mm-hmm. um going after a lot of like government work because of uh you know me getting hurt overseas there's the government sets aside every year like 15 to 18 billion dollars for service disabled veteran owned businesses now that's nice. not just construction businesses that's any business that's owned by a service disabled veteran well, that's the way that. that the government takes care of their yeah. Yeah. yeah so awesome. you know we did the math. Say we get 1% of that work, we're looking at $180 million a year in revenue. Mm. Say we get half of that, we're looking at $90 million a year. 
Mm-hmm. I don't know about you, but I'm good with a couple million a year. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no kidding. You know, there's a and Sounds there's a lot pretty, of money in yeah. government contracts. Sounds I used like to work for Booz Allen yeah. Hamilton yeah. and yeah. did that stuff. Like I've seen how much they pay for. That explains stuff. the Maserati and the yeah. Rolex. <laughs> I'll let y'all know. <laughs> but I didn't. I didn't know that the government offered it to like. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's a lot of stuff that we had to do. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, there are a lot of people that. Like, they'll get veterans to kind of be, like, a front. But, like, I actually have to run. Like, that's why I'm, you know, learning the business. Mm-hmm. You know, he's kind of, my partner's kind of hands-off, um, kind of the money behind it. And I'm actually running the operation and, you know, going to these different job sites and learning, you know, what happens, you know, day-to-day and stuff like that. Cool. Um, it's different. It's new. It's fun. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know there's a lot of money to be made, so. <laughs> exactly. Let's get it, man. Data yeah, Poverty. You got to give me a call. Yeah, I'm bring it out here. Yeah, my father has a company called ACS as well, Automated Cable Services. Really? Yeah. So, Art. And y'all are ACS. Ace as well, yeah. Applied Construction Solutions. It's meant to be. It's crazy. <laughs> Everything happens for a reason. Exactly. Everything. Speaking yeah. of a nonprofit. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of that, go ahead, shout them out. Uh, once again, it's give a hoop. Give a hoop uh, is my nonprofit. It's a nonprofit foundation. We we lo- we would love to work with you someday, <laughs> especially sure. in the construction business. <laughs> How do you feel about the NFL and all the protests? And- so um, it's crazy. Um, I've went. I don't. Oh, there's no really no way to say this. I'm not like being. I don't know. CNN had me come on a few times and do some stuff. CNN. Yeah. So I CNN. saw your opinion the Fox article. News? On there, by the way. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't see it. Yeah. The Fox Thank News you. Actually, to come on. No. Why not? Think about that. Yeah. Mm. Think about that. Yeah. So what is your take on it? So CNN asked me to come on, and there was a panel. Uh, Spike Lee. Uh, Hans Ward, um, there was a, a mayor from New York City, or from New York. De Blasio? I, I forget. Uh, uh, there was a, a mayor from up there, and then um, an NFL player that was a Ranger, and they sat on this panel, and the whole discussion was about the protesting in Was the it NFL. an all-black panel? No. So there was, well, Hines Ward and this other white guy. Cool. And Spike Lee, and then the mayor was black. Okay, um, so it was it was half and half. Mm-hmm. But basically, the discussion was the protesting in the NFL. Right. And they asked me to come on and ask a question. It was like live on TV. Mm. And you know they wanted me to. Um, they w- kind of want to see how I felt about it. Right. And to me, and a lot of people got mad at me for this, but like I don't, I don't, I didn't get mad when people were kneeling during the anthem right you know what i mean i just i thought of like the bigger picture like why it's happening Mm -hmm. exactly um and to me you know there there is shit that goes on that that needs to change especially living in Uniontown, you experience that you know what i mean you see it yeah so like i grew up a lot differently and i'm not saying that people get a free pass because of where they grow up but you know things still happen you know what i mean and I kind of understood why they were doing it um, from, like, my point of view, my perspective. Right. And it didn't really upset me. It didn't bother me. And my argument was, you know, we have the right to free speech. Right. And that's and why you fight. Exactly. You. <laughs> whether, it's, whether it's good or bad, yeah, exactly. whether it's the same thing I believe in or not, you know, they have the right to, to free speech. Yeah. And do I think they're personally disrespecting me? No. Am I going to stand for the national anthem? Yeah. Am I going to get upset when somebody doesn't? No. As long right. as they're not, you know, pointing at me or, you know, kneeling and yelling at me saying, you know, whatever about me, then 
they're not talking about me. You right. know what I mean? I, I just think it's about something else. Right. And I, I can understand that. But I think people are so narrow-minded and they, they want to make like an issue yeah. mm-hmm. out of something. Yeah, me and KJ went to Charleston. We had dinner with a friend of ours. Shout out, Miss Joanne. I wasn't gonna say her name. No, shout out to Miss Joanne. Shout out to Joanne. <laughs> but yeah, we, it's good to have these conversations. She's a white lady, you know. Her husband's white. It's good to just have these conversations and just to get different opinions and different mm-hmm. insights on them, just to start the conversation. You know what I mean? What did she, she say, Dad? What did she say? Huh? What did Miss Joanne say since you brought her? I don't know. Oh, okay. <laughs> we'll keep that. You know, Miss Joanne. Let I know. I you. know. I do. But <clears throat> I just think people are so like they don't. They don't want to hear like somebody disagree with them, mm-hmm. which is crazy because right. it's like we're all allowed to have like our own opinions. Every, if everybody agreed on everything, what would get done? Right. Nothing. But like people think that because they disagree on something that they can't be friends. Yeah. Sure. That's what uh, basically people say, like it's just disrespectful to the military. And I've actually spoken to some military vets that said it is disrespectful, blah, blah, blah. But like we talked about earlier, it's everything's in the context. Mm-hmm. You got to look at the context of certain things. And I think Colin Kaepernick came out and made it clear. This isn't about the military. Mm-hmm. This isn't about the anthem. This is about injustices mm-hmm. in America, police brutality, well, all that stuff. It's it's crazy. As soon as we got done with that interview or with the, the show, people think that, like, Spike Lee is the most racist person. Like, they think he <laughs> hates white people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's crazy. Like, they people will say it, okay? It's an old black man doesn't. And I'm not, (laughs) I swear to God, as soon as we got done, he sprinted over to where I was and hugged me and thanked me for my service and then left. Didn't say nothing to nobody else. Mm. So. Shout out to Spike Lee, friend of the show. Yeah. (laughs) We're going to have Spike Lee on uh, next week. Yeah. Spike Lee on on next week. Yeah. Thank you. He's too busy for us. I just think people want to believe what they want to believe, you know? It's crazy. But people think that because I'm in the military that I'm supposed to. Yeah. One track Monday. That's good though. Like this is rude. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's that's TV. It's broadcasting. Mm-hmm. One side and of I, broadcasting one thing. Hence why you said that. Uh, so Fox you know, they didn't have you on Fox. <laughs> like, yeah, they didn't even telling a one ask, story. Like, CNN reaches out all the time. That's asking me to do so. If, if I mean, like, Fox News is more about their opinions than having actual guests on new, the show that have lived that people, life. Though. You know what I mean? I like, yeah. yeah. Sometimes, like that's my personal opinion. (laughs) Some places, like, will have an actual, honest, and open debate. And there's some news stations, not just Fox. There's other news stations that just like, all right, well, we're talking about this, but we're gonna need an expert in this thing that's probably gonna go this direction or that. Mm. But at the same time, I mean, some places they do have open dialogue about it. Maybe somebody that may agree or disagree, and then you get to hear both points and go from there. Like, you know. It's yeah. important to have that. It's crazy the direction that media is moving in. Yeah, you it's know, tough. With, like you can't get the honest truth from a lot of people. Well, that's it's like the problem. Way. Like, yeah. Some people out there can't think critically, so they see these things and they take them for fact when yeah. that's not really just the so one sided. Yeah. Very much so. All right. So, growing up in Uniontown, you see a lot of Confederate flags. Oh, there was. I mean, when I was in school, there was like. They had the group of, like, kids from, like, the mountains and the country and the kids from the city. Mm. And it was just, like, it was every day. For I real? Mean, they just kind of... It's like race wars? Oh, yeah. Really? Oh, wow. Yeah. But, like, if you... The good thing was, though, if you played sports... What side was Jess on? <laughs> My wife. Oh, she you was on the white side. side. Oh, you know what side she was on. <laughs> I knew it. She had that. She had I that. She it. had that tiki torch out there. <laughs> her, her Walmart. Po- Walmart. Oh my a Walmart polo. Uh, what do you call it? Polo. Oh. She was out there riding some khakis on. She was riding. 
Shout out to Jess, friend of the show. Hershey used uh, to drive a big pickup, too. Right. Go muddy and all that. Oh, jeez. Jorts and all. She was out there. Jorts. 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 But if you played sports, like, <clears throat> it was almost like you were forced to hang out with everybody. So, like, you became friends with everybody. Right. Yeah. That's why I, 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 I think we see a different lens. Some people, people tell me all the time, like, some of my black friends say they experience racism in Morgantown. Like, I've never yeah. seen yeah. any... These people around here are so nice. Like, this is the most friendly place I've ever been. But then I have to realize, like, I'm an athlete here. I play basketball. Everyone recognizes me. Yeah. So. For that, though. Yeah. I look so at it. I see things through a different lens. Different lens. Yeah. Exactly. Which doesn't, which doesn't mean, like, I can't forget about what's really going on. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? So, it's, it's kind of tough. But. Yeah. So, do, uh, about the Confederate flag. Like, do you find that disrespectful to America? I mean, I mean I'll, I'll be honest. I just. I never really even like thought about it, like you know what I mean. Like, Look, let me tell you the reason I asked. Me and KJ just did a camp in uh, Mullins, West Virginia. Shout out to Mullins, West Virginia. People there are great. Like, you know what I mean. Very much so, but uh, shout out to Herbie Brooks who had us down there as well. I was gonna uh, say, I was about to say Herbie lives yeah. down in Mullins. Yeah, that's how you know about Mullins. Huh? How you know about Mullins? I'm from, from West, West Virginia, Virginia. dude. Okay. <laughs> there's a lot of the cities and towns in the state. Yeah. But yeah the school we went to was named, I mean, their mascot was, like, the Rebels. Mm-hmm. It's like the, uh, and then there they had, like, murals of, like, Confederate soldiers, Confederate yeah. everything. Like, they had a mural of, like, a battle, like, a Confederate soldier killing a U.S. soldier. It was crazy. It was kind of crazy to me. And I didn't get offended because I'm black. You know what I mean? I got offended because I'm an American, like, yeah. and I'm looking at a mural of, the rebel, the Confederates, who rebelled against America, and I'm looking at a mural of them kill Americans. Yeah. So it's kind of like I was like, <laughs> I, I mean, just like you said, growing up in Uniontown, like I, I, this might be just the way that I saw it, but like usually the guys that were like wearing Confederate flags or like had like shit on their trucks or anything, they usually were racist. Mm. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. And that's my yeah. thing is like you know that, and they racism, were open about it. Like, they didn't care. Yeah, that's crazy. But the people who say, like, it's for, like, Southern pride and all this history. stuff. Yeah, history. It's like, you know that this is associated with racism. Yeah. Why would you want to side with, why would you want to be on that side? And why they lost you? anyways. Yeah, yeah exactly. that's what like I never a, understood. It's like we had a Hitler University here. Like, hey, <laughs> we know that, you know, he has some good things he did, too. And also... It's the school. You can't get me like, come on, bro. Yeah. He got faded up. They lost. It's <laughs> over. Like, why well, have all that stuff around? I, it, it was. It's just. I try to understand. Like, me. We just had a conversation with our friends in uh, Charleston. Like, I try to understand both sides. Like, but I just don't see how. <laughs> you don't. How how can you be proud of that? Like, well, and especially people. It's one thing to do it if you're from like Alabama, but if you live up here. What do you, how can you say it's for like you know yeah. this is part of your heritage or whatever it is? Right. You live in Pennsylvania. You live in West exactly. Virginia. Mm. You know what I mean? Like yeah, we're north of the Mason Dixon. Yeah. Like come on. So happened to <laughs> just miss the line. Right. Like, we just yes. Yeah, what did you think about that though? Like as a kid, like what was you like? You, yeah. you seen it? Like you see it, John? I'm talking to John. Sorry, yeah. but like you see this as a kid. Like what were you told about it? Yeah, talk it was, about it's crazy because I had a I remember it like it was yesterday. Like I lived in Maryland. You know what I mean? So we were traveling somewhere. We were going somewhere. I forgot where. But we stopped at a gas station, and they had, like, Confederate flag, like, bandanas. 
and I got I went up to my mom I was like can I get this can I get this <laughs> <laughs> she yelled at me like oh, put that shit down <laughs> like, what? What? I started crying like I don't even know what I did wrong like I did something wrong I'm like yo oh cause you didn't know what it was I had no clue she yeah. told me she explained it to me but I really didn't have any idea about it like I still didn't understand it at that time until I got older and it was like yes but yeah that's my first <laughs> experience with Cal, yeah I've never had experience with you talking about racism or, no, or with the Confederate like, just flag. Seeing, like what you thought of, like you know, people, family members ever talk to you about it or whatever the case may be. I mean, I got family from the, my my uh, mom is from Beaufort County, South Carolina, like mm-hmm. a real small place in South yeah. Carolina. Oh. And my dad's from Alabama, yeah. so definitely, I'm sure both of them experienced racism. I mean, I never really talked to them too much about it. But in those areas, I'm sure there was definitely racism when people... The Alabama state flag has the Confederate flag in it. Exactly. So I I just like to hear somebody's, like, somebody's reasoning as to why, like, they have it, like, on their car. You know what I mean? Like, I I would... I just told, like, we know... We're close to people, like... I know people for a fact (laughs) that's sitting there, like, talking to me, like, oh, you you don't understand. It's like, you're letting people tell you what to do with your history. And I'm kind of like, bro, your history is celebrated around... Like it could have been, it could have started in a positive thing, maybe. But in as soon as I, I said, maybe I, I don't know. I don't want to know the history of it. I want to know. It's associated. I just want to understand. It's associated with a, such a bad thing that was happening at a certain point in time right. that I don't even care what happened prior. Right. Like I just want to hear them justify yeah. it to I see. Hear it. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. what? What's what, your reasoning? Like, and it my, doesn't make sense because it's like you know, General E. Lee, who was the general of the Confederates, even said after the war was over, he never wanted to see that or be associated with it ever again because they lost. Mm-hmm. The general said that. So why are you wanting to keep that alive, right? Do you think uh, everybody that that like dons the Confederate flag like are, are racist? Hundred percent. Do you, nah, do you think that? When I Man, think yeah. of it, that's what I. Everyone, that's what you think. But you think every at this point in time, I think so. In the sense that you are complicit with, you know that this is from a bad thing. Mm. Like, just like I, I hold everybody accountable, and whatever the case is. Like when I was a kid, if I saw. A red bandana or a blue bandana mm-hmm. and a purple bandana or whatever the case may be, my dad would treat that same Confederate flag or bandana or whatever. When he saw people with that stuff, he would like, stay away from them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just like he would say to me, stay away from dudes and gangs, stay away from the bloods, Chris, right. whatever. Right. So, like, if you jump into that whole scenario, some, that's on you. But no, like, some you made your decision. Some people are just ignorant. Like, they don't know, like... That, or they don't want to know, but and some people just really think like it means Southern pride. Like so you they'll think fight that, Southern pride. You, so they, I, I understand you know that because I mean? that's the way they feel. But do you think <clears throat> not knowing is an excuse when you have the opportunity to know so, now? No. Is that is that an? It's excuse? not an excuse, but is it racist? I feel like it comes I'm out of this. Start taking a right, poll. I, but I don't, I don't know. I'm all just right, saying like question. it might not. Okay. All right, let's say for example. All right, we have tons of white people that we know are white people and our friends. Yeah. And let's sure. say, for example, there's a dude that you know, like one of your good friends who's black, and you're hanging around 10 white people, and he just, that you know. Yeah, yeah. And he just walks up and just starts punching. I'm like, I'm punching white people. Uh-huh. You know what he's doing is wrong. Are you not going to stop him from doing what he's doing? Are you going to sit there and go, all right, cool, well, you know, I don't, I don't know. It's not, it has nothing to do with me. Like, no, like, you know, as a person, that's the wrong thing to do. And so people see these flags. They know people have made a big gripe about them for a certain reason. So they've heard the reason and then said, well, I'm not going to look in the past and find out what really happened. I'm wearing it. It's Southern pride. That's, I feel like you're going against the grain worse than the person that's almost like because you really don't have any attachment to it. 
you're going, you're about, you're about that for the wrong reasons. You're doing it just to go along with everybody else. Yeah. At least those people feel passionately, even though it's wrong. They feel passionate about what they're doing and they know why they're doing it. You're just half in it. That's I agree. weird. I agree with, I agree with that too. But also, like, let's say if that scenario did happen. And you're like, all right, I'm just punching white people. I'm like, all right, yo, listen, this is wrong. Don't do it anymore. Now, if that person continues to keep on doing it, then that to me shows me yeah, but who that person point. is more than I was anything. I'm talking about you, but mainly because you're the 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 person. You're I'm the person. You're the person it. I'm referring to. Oh, okay, in the okay, okay. Not them. They can do the wrong thing, and if they accept what they're doing, that's you. But once again, if you go and you try to make a, you try to stop or try to learn why they're doing what they're doing, then you figure out, all right, cool. I'm either like him or I'm not like him. You made an effort to like not like you know what I'm saying. You made the effort to decide who you're going to be. You can't sit in the middle and go, well. So you're saying that you can't people, sit in the middle and just allow people like allow that to happen. So you're saying and, like if I Ashley's kind of Confederate flag, I tell Ashley about it, let her know all the history about it, and she continues to want to carry. She it. made her decision she exactly, but that's, she made her decision. But that's what I'm saying. That's exactly what I'm saying too. I'm like, but I'm saying if he, if John doesn't tell her anything before it and she's still wearing it, I don't think that makes her racist well, because she doesn't know anything about it. But to that it. point, though, do saying. you feel that there's people that don't know that other races and ethnicities, what they feel about that flag? They, they might not. Broadcast we, we, I mean, we can, make that, we can make that assumption, but they might not. You make a good point because like, people who are... You know what I'm saying? Yeah, we can, yeah, yeah. Of course, you we can, can assume, assume that everybody yeah. knows what you know, but yeah. we, not everybody is as even educated as you are. Even if they don't know what I know, I feel like... When they when they're knocking down statues and they're knocking monuments down and it's causing an uproar in that community, they know by that. They know from these things. True. So if they know that this is happening, then you got to sit there and go, well, why are they doing this? That's like, true. I, w- I would think like a kid or or a teenager was sitting there like, yo, why are they taking, tearing down this, this statue of whoever the, this person sure. is that was su- such a great uh, war hero for our people, blah, blah, Why? And then have the parents explain it or maybe even go and look themselves or something. But when mm-hmm. you sat there, when you sit there com- and like, well, like, I'm just going to go where we're going with. I feel like that's worse than anything because you, whatever happens, you're always, you're never going to be fully on a side. You're going to continuously, like, sway. If if they took all the Confederate stuff down, then you're you're part of the other group. If they did and then they just created slavery again for whatever reason, you're part of that group too. And you're always good. Like that's I think that's that's the wrong precedent to have. I think you should know why you're doing what you're doing and then you find out where you fall. I agree. But as a, But like you said, though, I understand that. That's yeah. the main thing. Yeah. Brandon, be, everybody a, knows. Yeah, so. exactly. Brandon, as a military vet, you don't you never even thought about it from that side. I just I really Cause you grew up around that stuff. Yeah, I saw just, people have it. All. So yeah. what, what side were you on? In uh, oh, you play sports. So. Yeah, so I was. I mean, I was. <laughs> you just have. I guess when you're, I don't know. When you're involved with sports, you just kind of have the the luxury of just like being it, like being friends with everybody. Yeah, the same thing. That's how. That's probably why we know a lot of friends that yeah. mm-hmm. carry around a Confederate flag and all that stuff too. So Do you think like, that makes you like sheltered? Like sports <clears throat> shelters you from racism or something that you're like, all right, this. I don't think it's that bad, you know what I mean? Like, do, you think it shelters you from that stuff? I think it made, like, when growing up, I think it made me think that it wasn't as bad as yeah. it was. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Just because I'm like, oh, I'm friends with everybody. Mm-hmm. Like, everybody's got to think like I exactly. think, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. there's no reason for somebody to not like somebody because of where they're from or the mm-hmm. color of their skin or, you know, or even, like, like classes of people. Like, how much money they have and how much money they don't have. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I just... You know what I mean? I you don't said know. that earlier too about when you went to Iraq and 
people were just talking. You thought that all the Taliban was just bad people and they all yeah, wanted yeah. to kill Americans and stuff yeah. like that. And then you went there, you got educated, and you found out they're just people like we are. Yeah, they just, just want a good life. Yeah, man. So. Yeah. Do you feel like it shelters you in a sense, but you still it opens you up more to to being like able to meet new people and from oh, different yeah. places. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, I I get what he's saying. Like, because I know playing on teams with numerous races of people, like I <laughs> I enjoy like meeting new people. Same, and yeah. Running into people yep. and so on and so forth. Same thing. Like, I don't know. I, I can appreciate like different cultures and you know just everything about it. The way people do things, celebrate food, everything. You know what I mean? It's just it's a tough question here. Do you feel like black people and minorities are treated differently in America? Um, I, I think that there are groups of people that are maybe some groups are given other opportunities. People right. are, are are treated differently. Um, do I think that? And this goes for for both white and black. I think sometimes people use their race or abuse. You know what I mean? Like. Yeah. Yeah. It's pull the black card out sometimes, yeah. and and the race card. Out. Race card. <laughs> I, like, I, I truly, I, I mean, I've, I think I've, I've experienced it, you know, both ways. Yeah. You know what I mean? I just think it ultimately, at the end of the day, what it comes down to is the type of person that they are. Yeah. I mean, there's there's good people of from everywhere, and there's also bad people exactly. from everywhere. Jay-Z right. You know, Jay Z said it bad. What do you say? What did Jay Z say? There's real people from Chicago. Speak up. Fa- oh, don't worry about it. It's just a Jay Z line. No one knows. Don't worry about it. I'm not many Jay Z oh, fans. They got. You're gonna insult everyone by no. saying they don't know. You can't hear no. the line. Yeah. Oh, because I forgot the last thing. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. I was actually gonna cover yeah. my bases with that until you called me out again. So man, I don't know the whole line. I'm sorry. I have one more question. I got a bunch of questions, but yeah, I can talk to you for hours. But yeah, just wrap it up with this. <laughs> Saluting. If I salute you, is that disrespectful to you? You, I mean, I don't think it's disrespectful. Should a civilian ever salute someone that's in the military? I mean, I, I'll be, I'll be honest. I don't, I don't think it's like disrespect. Like I've had people do it, and I feel really weird mm-hmm. when people do it because, like, that's like not how it's done in the military. Like, mm-hmm. what do you mean? Like people have like a common like misconception. Like, like I get where you, you, you probably think like, oh, if I salute somebody, that's showing like respect. respect. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. yeah, but like in the Marine Corps. There was like certain times when you could like salute. So okay. like, for me, like, you have to be in a uniform. You have to have a cover on. So like, if you're indoors and like you saw somebody and you saluted them and you didn't have a hat on, mm. you were wrong. Like you, you're not supposed to salute. Oh, so like okay. me, I, I immediately when I see somebody to salute, I think of like, oh, I'm in like Marine Corps times. I'm like, why is this person salute me? They don't have a hat on. I don't have a hat on. I'm not in uniform. What the hell's going on? <laughs> yeah, I'm like, yeah, yeah. why is this happening? That's you know. Right. Because we don't know. Yeah. yeah. Just ignorant. But I, but I usually just go along with it. It's crazy. I usually just go along with it. I'll, I'll like salute them back or something just because like I understand what they're doing. Like they're they're just showing respect. And it's like, I shouldn't do this, but I'm going to, but they don't understand it. They weren't in the military, but. So what would your advice be to just our listeners? Like if they are thinking, I still don't know if it's disrespectful or not. I mean, I don't think it's disrespectful. Some people take it. I just don't think that it's it's not like the proper thing to do. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like so when you're talking, proper thing to do. just shake somebody's hand, say yeah, thank yeah. you, or you know what I mean. Let the, so, yeah. let the, the guys in the military salute. Exactly. <laughs> just, just, let them do their thing. You shake their <laughs> hand. Are you in the military? Like, like usually, like I thought it was like you salute like your superior. Yeah, like like so like the way it works is like like the Marine Corps especially does this. I don't think the other branches do it, but like you don't salute if you're like indoors. 
You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So like like I said, you have to have a – you don't wear covers indoors. You don't wear a hat indoors. Yeah. So like if you're outside – like say I was outside and um, I'm an enlisted guy, but an officer was walking by. So officers go to college before they join. Mm-hmm. And there's an officer coming, walking towards me. I stop. I salute him. He salutes me back, goes about his way. Mm-hmm. So like you only salute officers. You only do it if you're outside. Um, but I think other branches do it. Differently. differently. So are you in the military? No. Get you out take of your face. you take your hand down. You shake my hand like the civilian. You. <laughs> I mean, I'm so I'd be so worried to do something like that, and then uh, so you just rip I just, into me. I, I like get him like secondhand embarrassment because oh, yeah. I'm like I'm like, oh. but I don't want to make him feel bad. So you're not like this this fucking idiot. Yeah. So yeah, like, like <laughs> your friends and just start laughing. Like, like, yeah. A bunch of guys are just sitting there like you're like this fucking. Immediately I'm like <laughs> I'm like what do I do with my hands? Idiot. I don't want to do this, but like. I'm thinking like he's just be- like they're being nice, yeah. you know what I mean? Like they're being respectful. <laughs> they don't realize what's going on. Saluting me. Yeah. <laughs> just walk by. Like, At least we're educating people like, right yeah, now. Yeah, exactly. That's a so big that question. Nah, that is important though, because I would never. I would. I can't imagine. I didn't know like, that saluting somebody. I always try to shake the individual's Yeah, hand, exactly. But if I, I could have easily done that, like thinking I'm doing the right thing, I did it at the airport before. Oh man. I didn't know though, but it wasn't like a big deal. But he. Told me like you're not supposed to do that. The last yeah. thing I wanted so to now do you know. So if you do it again, you know <laughs> what kind of person you are. But I feel like <laughs> I feel like if I was if I wasn't in the military and I like didn't know and I saw somebody who was in the military and I saluted them and then they came up to me and was like you're not supposed to do that. I'd be like he's a fucking dickhead. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Too. You know what I mean? I would. That's what I, I would think. I'd be like I don't know. Like I'm just I don't know what to do. Like I'm just trying to say thank you. Yeah, exactly. And that's the way that I look at it when other people do it. I'm just like they don't get it, but. So no, drop just... down and give me a hundred now. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> I can't do it. <laughs> I'd be so scared. I'd get a ten out. <laughs> yeah, that's. I ain't built like that. That's all I got. Any other questions? Nah, man. I learned a lot. Yeah, this. Yeah, I learned a lot too. I appreciate you guys having me. Yeah, it was Thank fun. Thanks, 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 Thank you. Thanks for being with us. I'm glad I didn't have to carry you up the stairs. Yeah, right. It wasn't that bad. Your legs are weak. Anyway, you can't carry anything. I'm telling you, I've seen people huff and puff up those stairs like crazy. I do it every day. I just did it. Coming up yeah. here. Yeah. Like, you alright? So I, like, I was like, alright. Yeah. Like, yeah, we discussed Over that. The like, stairs. These stairs are bad. Like, if I got to carry you, I'll carry yep. you up these stairs. <laughs> Which is because they're so that. steep. It's not even like there's a million of them. I was, yeah, when I opened steep. up the door, yeah, sure. I was like, thank God there's a railing. Because if there's not a railing, it's yeah. tough. Yeah, I, I would have carried sure. you. Yeah. Right. Not to mention, we don't got no water out here. It's like, it's a whole water cooler out there. I ain't seen no cups. All you got to do is I'm just joking. Yeah, but, I took that. She took that. Talk about my wife later and her, everything she was doing. Yep, I'll, I'll fill you in. I'm pretty sure. I know some people that know now. it too. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh wow. Just a joke. I love oh. you. <laughs> He's gonna expect your wife's Instagram in return. Yeah right. Yeah. Just sure. so you want to shout out you, before we you go. Can find her. You can get on my page. She gets hit up all the time. To, for real. All the time. People sign in the DMs. DMs on hundred. Wow. We we talked about that like. I you guys just sit there and laugh at people who like try me, I, I don't really guys. care I, I don't I just the way I look at it you know what I mean like she don't really like she don't get like really jealous I really don't get jealous and I feel like the more that you like pry or like you get in that mindset yeah. the more it's gonna push somebody away and cause them to actually do that for sure. because eventually you're gonna get to a point where you think that they're doing shit behind your back and yeah. then they're like well I'm really not doing anything but he thinks I am so I might as well just do it anyways ah, we need so- to have you up here for ladies night <laughs> oh, we got some questions yeah. to ask. I keep trying to tell Just that she doesn't wanna 
<laughs> but like she shows me everything. You know what I mean? She'll be like, yeah. you know, she, she always. But does she, and always does she, I know what she's doing. She'll be like, you know this person. When in reality, I know she's showing me because she's like trying to be like respectful. Right. Mm-hmm. But she thinks she's just saying like, oh, hey, do you, is this person your friend? Should I message them back? Mm. You know what I mean? Does she, so does she entertain people? Like have conversations with she'll them? Talk, yeah, she'll like, you know. You if, don't care about that? As long as it don't get like. Disrespectful. Yeah. What's disrespectful? Let's hang out. I don't know. A dick pic or something. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Now we now I think that's it. We're trying to name this episode "Dick Pic." By the way, an eggplant. What's going on? <laughs> eggplant. Eggplant episode. No, I, I mean, we're pretty open. You know, yeah. Yeah, just, we didn't even get in it. Like, I feel like we could talk for you know what yeah. I mean. But we really could. All right, Brian, man. Appreciate you being on. Yeah, yeah, thank you, guys. Thank you for oh, your gosh. service. I appreciate for it. Sure. Thank you. And uh, yeah. That's, hey, uh, this episode of the Final Forecast. Oh yeah, fi- follow us on our social medias: Final Forecast, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. At Kev Jones Five on Twitter, at Kevin Jones Five on Instagram. You know what it is. Boys at out D Deshaun Bolo on Twitter. Um, dash underscore three X because I wear three X T's. <laughs> anyway, uh, I'm just joking. Anyway, but follow me nonstop. Brandon, you want to shout out your Instagram? Yeah, uh, Instagram at Brandon Rumball, just first and last name. Nice. The wife. John. Oh my John. God! John, John. John. what? John, why are you oh shout out his Lord. wife? I shout out my wife. Uh, that doesn't stop. mean nobody else nobody asks do that. that. No one asks nobody for her information. That. What do you mean? We all follow her already. Please it's follow my wife at the Styles Leaks. Beautiful lady. Best uh, fashion blogger. Yeah, young man, go ahead and follow that. Best best fashion blogger in the game. Don't get in my fuck, young man. (laughs) Young man, uh, ages uh, seventeen and up. Just go ahead and he gave you the information. (laughs) But yeah, Uh, thanks for listening, y'all. Tune in next week. Subscribe, please subscribe. Yes, sir. Podcast anywhere you can listen to podcasts. And we out.